Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Lifehack Show, a featured production of lifehack.org, where we teach you how to live your best life without sacrifice. I'm your host, Justin Aldridge, and today I'm joined by a friend, a mentor, and just an absolute all-around powerhouse, Anthony Trucks. Anthony is a serial entrepreneur with one serious superpower, the power to shift with shifting times. He teaches people how to upgrade how they operate to do, be, and have more which is why he created Identity Shift, a company focused on helping entrepreneurs close the identity gaps that are responsible for their shortfalls and potential and lack of success. He helps them find out who they truly are and develop into who they truly want to be so they can easily complete the tasks that overwhelm them, but are the needle movers in their businesses. It's time to learn how to make shift happen in your life and business. Anthony, thanks so much for joining me today, brother. Hey, man, happy to be here. Happy to be here. All right, so I want to dive straight in. So you talk about in your, your signature phrase of making shift happen. Can you give the listeners a little more in-depth understanding of exactly what you mean by that? Yeah, well, if you think about it, we all have things we want to create and we want to do, and it's making things happen, right? In my world, uh, my anchor is identity, and it's identity shift. So when I say shift happen, it's a play on words, but it's, it's a, really a shift internally of the thoughts, the, the beliefs, the actions, the habits, the ego, and, and really just the mindset of who we are. When those shift, um, I can make shift happen. So that's where it all comes from. Awesome, man. I love that, dude. First time I ever heard you talk about that, I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. I can get down with that. I That's like what that. it'd be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, as much as I'm playful and I have fun, there's a definitive base of, of real science and seriousness to my work. Awesome. I love that. So as a coach, I've heard you talk about the differences of a slow versus go identity. And you just kind of alluded to some of the identity work that you do. Can you give us a little bit greater yeah. understanding of what that means? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, we all have different aspects of how we think about opportunity and opposition, right? So an opportunity or opposition, I go or I slow down. And so if I'm a person, it's actually a grid, it's a slower grow grid. And if I am a person that goes slow in opportunity and slow in opposition, uh, I'm not good at taking on new, ch- new opportunities. I, I, I'm scared of them. And I also don't do well with taking on problems. So I'm a dreamer. I dream about what I can do, but I never actually find a way to do it. Then you have someone who's slower go, but they're slow in opportunity but they're going opposition. They'll go slow to take on new things, but they'll tackle problems very heavily. And so that's a person that's essentially what I call a defender because you're defending what you've already created. I've already got this. I don't want anything to take any piece of it away. So I'll defend this and I won't go after more. Then you have what's called the dabbler. The dabbler is a person who goes in hard in opportunity, but they slow down in opposition. So it means like, I'm really good. I got this amazing. I'm gonna go try this new thing. It's cool. But then as soon as a problem pops up, I'm like, oh, and I tuck away and I back down and I go look for a new shiny object. So I'm dabbling. Then you have what's called a go-go personality. Someone that goes hard in opportunity because they want to see what cool things they can add. But when they have a problem, they know they bring themselves to that problem. So they go hard to tackle it. And that's the person who creates amazing life for themselves. Awesome. So in the other four that you outlined, is it just understanding what the weaknesses and shortcomings are that are causing, I guess, the the underlying symptoms and then addressing those? Essentially, I guess what I'm asking is, can you change your identity to get yourself to where you are a that that go-go person that can create that great life for yourself? 
Definitely can. I, and I don't know if change is a thing. Change is heavy, but shift is it's a much smoother. If you think about an airplane going from the East Coast to the West Coast, if it shifts trajectory by one degree, it'll end up 40 miles in a different direction. Mm. And so the idea is just a small shift changes your entire outcome. So I don't want to say change your identity because it's really hard to do all of that. However, you can shift parts of it over time. And so, yes, if you're a slow, slow, you need to shift to take on more opportunity and tackle more problems. If you're a go slow, you need to be able to essentially tackle more problems because you're going to go hard, tackle them when they come up. If you are a slow go, take more opportunities, go for more, tackle it when you get there. Awesome. I love that. And I remember the first time I heard you talk about that on stage and you talked about that one degree of change or, or shift. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, like that's huge. But we don't think about that in life. It's like, we think that change has to be just this massive overhaul or that, that we've got to do exactly what you said, that we've got to have that heaviness of feeling change rather than making those small shifts and seeing really the, the big transformation that it causes in our lives. And so I think that it's so important for the listeners to understand that it's not about trying to do this complete overhaul. It's not about trying to make these massive changes, but rather these small systems of shifts that lead to these huge results. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, if you think about it, if you shift, it changes your life. So it might shift to change and it's just small nuances. You don't have to change everything overnight. Like it's just too much and it becomes daunting and, and we typically will give up because it's too hard. But if you go the route of like, let me make some nuanced changes and adjustments at a small, small scale, little by little, you pick up steam and speed. And then eventually it becomes this thing of like, I'm now that person. I just do those things that were hard, super easy. Awesome. So when it comes to creating the life that you want to live, like we talk about here mm -hmm. at Lifehack, living your best life, what mm -hmm. role does your identity play into that? Uh, it, a big role, right? If you want to change your life, it's, so it's interesting. If you want to achieve a lot of things, it doesn't come from, and a lot of people think I got to achieve this thing and then I'll, then I'll all of a sudden become this person, you know, and then I'll, I'll be able to do this stuff easier. But really it comes from the other side around. So I actually have to go through the process of like, I got to become the person who does these things. Then I'll do those things and that's how I'll have the stuff I have. And it's, it's a paramount piece to it because you can't, you can't take the easy route. The easy route is I want to buy that program, that course, read that book and have the information. All of a sudden my life changes. And what happens is people get shelf esteem. I buy it, I put it on the shelf, I feel good. But nothing <laughs> came of it. You know, like it's this like, oh, well, I, well, I bought the book and nothing happened. So for me, it's like, I think we're coming out of the, the sheer information age. We're still gonna have an information age. It's gonna continue on because of the way the world works and the speed of access of information. However, success, I think we're moving closer into the execution age. Who's executing on the information they have? That's always been the, the issue with people. How do you execute? But in the past, you didn't have access to as much information and now we're inundated with it. So what are you executing on with that info? And those are the people that'll change the world. And the execution, what's crazy is within execution, you create this identity, action and suffering. And also what you create creates you. So it's all a matter of like what I go through the process of creation physically internally builds this, this, you know, this thick callus of like, I'm an awesome human. So the creation process is what we need. And you only get that through the execution. Okay. So when you're talking about identity and how it lends itself to success or how it affects your ability to be able to have the success that you desire, is identity something that you do uh, proactively before you say you go after a goal or is it uh, a, a, an evolving thing that's constantly taking place throughout the process? 
Yeah, it's a long side piece. So what it is essentially is it's closely what's called an identity gap. So you have on one side of the spectrum, we'll say it's the person who has all the things that you want to have in life. It's the the relationship, the money, the marriage, the family, the whatever it is, right? There's that person that has those. If you were that person, you would already have it. Logic. Now, the thing is, if you don't have it, well, why is it? Well, it's not because of the book. It's not because of the seminar. It's not because of the fresh shoes. It's because of who you are. Like who you are with that stuff creates that. So what we have is an identity issue, an identity gap. Because on the other side is who you are now and what you do. And when you look at the things that that person who has those things does, typically it's met with, how do you do all of that? That is just a lot of stuff, right? But think about it. Like that person, they do that with joy and ease. The things that I do with ease, other people are like, how do you do that? It's like, ah, it's just, this is who I am. I just, that's how I operate. Seriously, what it boils down to, I say that yeah. actually, like it's just, it's just who I am now. And it's, it's obviously short and it's, you know, it's not really given the depth of it, but it's an identity thing. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to go the route of becoming the person who has those things, you got to make a shift. And if you think about it logically this way, there is science that shows that we have like this decision-making tank. The more decisions you make, the more fatigued you get. And by the end of the day, you just don't want to make any more choices. Hmm. Well, think about it this way for the person of the ideal identity, I call it. Like the goal is to have the ideal identity for your dream. That's who that person is. Well, when I get up in the morning, if I have to think about, well, should I get the workout? Should I eat that food? Should I send that email? Should I make that call? Should I, you know, have that hard conversation? Should I, should I, should I? I'm deciding. So by 12 o'clock, I'm done. I can't make any more decisions. It's been tough. It's been text. Whereas if you're the person that wakes up and it's not a question, it's no, I'm the person who gets that workout. I'm the person who eats that healthy food. I'm the person who makes those calls. It's not a decision. It's who I am. I just do that. And it becomes smooth and easy. Well, by 12 o'clock, I still got more than half my tank done. So like maybe you got four hours and I'm, I'm still going until four o'clock making good decisions and progress. So by the end of the year, I got double the work done that you did. And all of a sudden I have success. It's not magic. Just who are you? And when you get to the core of the person by, you know, by doing the work, the identity is responsible for all your success. I love that. And so when we're thinking about our identity and I guess early on before we start getting into adulthood and we start really chasing after some of these goals, dreams, ambitions that we have for ourselves, what are those key components or factors that shape our identity as we're growing up? Yeah. So you have, uh, well, essentially when you're growing up is all the, the fact that you're going to be your culture, it's going to be your society. It's going to be, you know, your parents' conversations. What happens is this programming, it usually is done around like 16, 17, like for the most part, you still learn stuff, but the core of who you are is built. Like the United States operate throughout your life like that in that position. So what ends up happening is if you go back, there's actually six core drivers that are being programmed while we're growing. And the six core drivers, which create your ideal identity are your beliefs, your thoughts, your actions, And then those like a Venn diagram, like you have beliefs. What do you believe is true about money, about relationships, about yourself, about possibility? What are the thoughts you have of, you know, what's going to be right? What's going to be wrong? Should I, am I good enough? That kind of stuff. And the actions, what big, bold actions do you take? Do you launch that thing? Make the ask, get that girl's phone number, you know, ask for the job. Those are the big asks in between where each one overlaps is are very, very key pieces. So what ends up happening is you have, uh, one area that overlaps between beliefs and thoughts. Beliefs and thoughts, you have an area called mindset, which we just talked about. That slower go is essentially where's your mindset at, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of the identity thing, but it's like, who are you in the moments of it? If your mindset's weak, it's because your beliefs and thoughts aren't aligned for some reason. You may believe you're supposed to do something, but you don't think you are. You question it, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have between your big actions and your thoughts are going to be habits. Like, the, I think I should do this, take this big action, I do it. Yeah, took the big action. But what about the small ones? 
Like what about the things that happen every day, the routines you have, the processes, the choices? We just talked about the decision tank. Where do you sit with that? If the habits suck, you won't have what you want. And then you have the area that matters the most in my book between beliefs and actions. I believe I should do this. Do I do it? If I don't take those big actions, I start to get that chip on my shoulder uh, being diminished. The chip in a positive way, the pride I have. It's called ego pride, right? In that area of like overlap, it's like, do I have this pride of I love this person? I like this guy. I like this girl when I look in the mirror. Because if you don't, you don't fight for yourself. You don't show up for yourself for the moments that you need to. So what happens is if I'm supposed to take the action and I don't, you lose a part of yourself. But if you're supposed to and you do, oh, feel good about myself. You know what I mean? And that chip starts to build and build to where now it's like I'm not just taking the actions because I know I'm supposed to, but I'm actually protecting my identity with my ego. And the ego shows up in actions. So for a lot of people, when you take the action, you're, you're building the identity, the chip, right? So it's like I am a podcaster, right? Or I am a mom. And what you do is you don't realize, but your ego is showing up to protect that identity. Like if I'm a football player, when I played in the NFL, I protected that identity with getting the workouts, eating the right food, reading the playbook, showing up in practice, right? That was me taking the actions with my ego to protect who I thought I was. But if I missed things, I didn't show up to stuff, then it's hard to protect the identity because you don't really believe it exists or you don't believe it should be protected at your core. And so for me, when you take that, that you know, these six drivers that are being programmed as a kid all the way up, what are your beliefs, your thoughts, your actions about yourself? What habits do you have? Where's your mindset? Where's your pride from actions over time? And if you think about it, we want to rise in life. If you turn this whole Venn diagram on its side and put propellers on it like a drone, if I'm trying to rise, I need all propellers to be pulling. If one of those goes off, we're tilting to the side and running into a wall. We can't fully rise. So if you want to rise to your ideal identity's level, you got to craft, you got to architect this ideal identity and then activate it in life and build on these and realize like you can't just have mindset because I had a mindset at one point that was amazing. I was a former NFL linebacker, but I was broke. It can't just be great habits with a poor mindset because you could have habits, but if you don't believe you're the person, you're not going to fall through. Like it just won't take, it won't take a big action. There's a lot of things that all factor in. Awesome. I love that. So are there people who are more prone to having that, that go-go identity or does everybody have equal access to being that person? Equal access. 1,000. It's all just, it's a matter of the, the actions you take. Because it's like the belief that you have comes from what you've done and you believe you should have, right? So if you didn't do the actions, then you don't believe you should have this outcome. So you won't do the thing to fight for yourself in the moment you need to. You won't fight for that job. You won't fight for the relationship. You won't, you won't fight for that, you know, that sense of self. You just won't. And so what happens is it only becomes because you, you didn't do the work. That's it. It's like what you do in the dark matters in the light. And it's not from so what somebody else sees, but it's what you know. And so anybody can get it by doing the work. Absolutely, no matter where you're at. I mean, I came from foster care being given away. I mean, I, was, I came from the bottoms where I had no reason inherently to believe I was worthwhile in any way and should have anything. There just isn't a, a place for it. So it only came because of the steps I took consistently to just pound my head against the wall and step that step up and move it. And that's something anybody can do. I am not special. I'm just... I'm more special with the moments of my life and how I utilize them. 
Awesome. I love that. And I think that that's so important for people to hear because I know I've obviously learned a little bit about your upbringing from your speaking and consuming your content. And same thing with me, you know, people hear my story and then they see the trajectory, they see the, the accomplishments or the results. And yeah. then it's like, they have to have that permission by seeing themselves through others before they start to believe that they can actually make those identity shifts yeah. and start to go after that result that they desire in their life. And yeah. so for the listeners out there who they're, they're just seeing they're, they're, they're fed up, they're not on track to where they want to be. They're not living the life that they want to be living. And yeah. they're hearing you talk about those different identities that they may have. And they hear one like, ah, that's me. And it's not the go-go mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. me. I want to make that change. I know that it, obviously there's some, some different variables, but at a foundational level, if somebody mm-hmm. was wanting to go out and create their dream life and start taking action on those goals, they want to shift from that slow identity to that go identity, mm-hmm. what would be a foundational thing that they could start taking action on today to make that happen? Yeah, there's, there's two pieces. One's, one's one layer, one's a second layer. So the first layer of it, as I say, it's called own your shift. It's a statement that I live by. It's on my, my intent bracelet that I wear around every single day. Uh, I don't have it on right now, but I always keep it near me if it's not on me. And, and so what essentially it is, is there's three words to it. So own your shift, you get it, like own your stuff, right? So it kind of, but it's, there's more to it. So essentially it's own, own that there is a problem that needs to be worked on. Most people, they don't want to own the work. They, they want to do the work that feels good, but they don't want to do the work that doesn't feel good. And the stuff that doesn't feel good is the only thing that moves that needle. So own that there's work you got to do that you don't want to own, like parts of your relationship, parts of your health, parts of the way you run your business, parts of the way you act and react. Own that stuff. And people have been telling you all your life. You just don't want to listen to it. So start listening, right? Then realize it's your responsibility. It may not be your fault to be where you're at, but it's your responsibility to work on it. No one's going to show up with a, you know, a silver cape and say, I'm going to fix your life for you. That's your job. So whether you like it or not, you must do the work. Now, some people get to the point of owning their shift. Like they say, own, I get it. Your responsibility, I get it. But they're like, I don't want to do that work. I don't feel like it. It's somebody else's fault. They should fix it. I don't, so they don't do anything. They don't do the shift. The shift is the work. That's why the shift's the last piece of it. Own your shift. Grind. Shift your perspectives, your actions, your reactions. And I promise everything goes to work, right? So that's the big piece of it. Now, the second tier, now that I've owned my shift, what do I do, Justin? All right, I own my shift. I got something to do. I gotta, I'm going to start shifting. How do I start the process? And this is how it works. There's a, I call it the shift method. And it's very simple, but man, it's so stupid powerful in how it works. So there's three levels. There's actually depth to it, but there's three tier top levels. C, shift, sustain. Basic and simple, but a lot of everything in life changes. C, I need you to see the things you don't want to see see the areas that need to be worked on, which is kind of like the own, right? But see it for, the, for really what it is. This means asking questions. I go through processes in my programs of, of having people unpack with other people to really get a depth of vision of like, wow, that's really who I am. Because you, you, you aren't who you think you are and you aren't who you, you know, other people think you are. You are what you, who you think they think you are. That makes sense, mm. right? So it's a difference. Like I, whoever you think I am is who I think I am. It's a weird perspective how my reflection is. And, and the crazy part is, is we need people to give us this insight, right? So as we, we get to the world of work I do, like see what it is, then you need to see where you can go. Because the problem is a lot of us have had things in the past that have not shown us we should have more. So we don't think we should have more, but you need to start seeing what it looks like to dream at full speed to, to like a car. When cars go fast, our heart gets pumping and it's an amazing feeling. And then we put speed bumps in a way and the car slows down. 
Same with dreams. I believe I'm supposed to do something and I have this amazing dream, but what happens is I start to tuck back and get small and I don't have the time or the money or the resources. So my dream slows down. I don't pursue anything at a big level. So first part C, then you got to shift. This is where we actually design an architect. Like it's architect and activate this ideal identity. Craft what it is, structure what it is, put a plan in place, build it, and we launch into the world and we create. That's the creation process, right? It's long, it's arduous, but that's where most of your life is spent. Once you've made that shift and you wake up one day and you don't know when, but you just go, man, I feel amazing right now. I don't know how it happened, but somehow I just feel amazing. I know this is who I am. Now it's like, how do we sustain that so we don't slide back downhill? So sustain's a major piece of it because it's like, am I checking in with the direction I'm driving? Am I still going where I want to go? Do I have the passion and drive for this? What's my hive? Who are the people around me? Who do I have to keep um, in my circle to keep me pushing? And then am I thriving? Am I pushing to the next tier that allows me to say that I'm, I'm getting the next you know, options and, and, and availability for what's accessible to my life in my radar and going towards it? Because once you do, once you say, man, I'm doing so well, I, I want to do more, I want to thrive. Well, the next thing you have to do is say, well, why am I not thriving now? Let me see. What do I got to look at? What's in the way? Where can I go? Let me shift. And it's a process that keeps on spinning. Awesome. I love that. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for this episode. But real quick, before we go, let the listeners know where they can reach out to and connect with you and engage with everything that you've got going on. Nowhere. Never talk to me. I don't like people. (laughs) No. Um, I love humans, man. You can find me on Instagram at Anthony Trucks or AnthonyTrucks.com. If you go to my website, you can actually take a slower go quiz to see where you stand and what you can do about it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, I want to encourage you to go and do that because there's not a whole lot of people out there who are actually walking the walk, who are living it every single day. And this man is doing just that. And when I tell you that he is a servant at heart, he is exactly that. When we first met, he had no reason to get back to me when I just reached out to him with a cold DM, but he did because that's the type of man that he is. So if you're looking for somebody who's not only going to motivate and inspire you, but also give you the tools, tactics, and strategies to actually change your life, this is somebody that you need to be following. So Anthony, thank you so much for being on here today. And for you, the listener, thank you for listening in, tuning in, continuing to consume this content. If you want more great content just like this, hop on over to lifehack.org or stay tuned for the next episode.